clear arrayed in Burning, Burning Crusade. I don't remember the name. But like every week, we we're yeah. like, we we're going to try to push past this boss. Yep. And people were yelling in chat and like, there's a blind uh, demon hunter. Well, there's a demon. They're all blind. Yeah. There's, a, <laughs> there's a demon hunter that when like, he, when he stops or disappears, do not move, do not do anything, or he's going to jump you and kill you. And I remember like, it was like 11 PM. I was 16 years old. I had to go to school the other, the, like the next day, my parents were screaming at me because I needed to go to bed. And like, someone decided to drink a mana potion while the guy disappeared and he wiped us and my guild leader just screams like i saw you take it don't lie and like that's the kind of feeling that like you really want to clear that that's the feeling i don't get in Same. your and your new mmos yeah i don't go sit on a boss Passion for weeks that, like, or, or months yeah. you know what i mean Each step forward into this world was a mystery. Each step preceding the Cinderborn would serve as a guide outlining each point of interest or area the people could help develop as they served to rebuild civilization on Vera. In the moments the Pathfinder spent in reflection, there was one thought that remained true, and it was that this presence would help to guide them. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I am joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Let's also welcome back Half Tilt. Hey, what's shaking, folks? And oh, this is a very different perspective, but is that uh, <laughs> welcome back, Pasha? What? is up my gamer how are you doing <laughs> dude it's been ages man i know it's been so long i'm so happy to be back i know man same here dude uh we are gonna we're gonna catch up with pasha real soon but before we dig in today gotta give a big shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com the community curated website for all things ashes of creation also a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube, and Patreon. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week, friends. And also, if you haven't already, go over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, leave us a comment, let us know how we're doing. If you do, we'll read it here on the show. We don't have any read today, but if you want to leave us one, you can go over to at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. Go to the pin post at the top. The links are right there for you. Um, also toss a follow and join us over there. So you can make sure you know when this is going live. You can also join discord.gg forward slash some more to see the announcements for the show, which is live 5 PM Sunday CDT. You can call into one five, three, nine, six, six, four, six, eight, zero, one, leave us a message and we will play it here on the show, or you can hassle our pathfinder grunt over at ashespathfinders at gmail.com. And they will get that to us at some point in time. Don't know how the mail system works on Vera, but uh, it does work. Uh, this is questionable, you know, and plus we're talking about grunts. So, you know, that doesn't really always, you know, sometimes you got to give them a swift kick in game, in game. But with that being said, uh, we do have a new Ashes Pathfinder Chronicles episode up on YouTube. This is the third in the series for the second quarter of this year. And, uh, 
a humble beginning is now live. So go over to YouTube and check it out. Also a note about that YouTube, it's been called Simorg. It's soon to get changed and it will have a different name, which I'll explain when it happens. But just know that it's basically revolving around Ashes HQ and all the content we've been doing here, curating both on this show, uh, for the website, everything. So get ready for an announcement on that probably as soon as next week, I think. Um, but yo, we've got... I don't know. Why don't we just catch up a little bit here? Pasha, what the hell's been going on? What have you been up to this whole time, man? Tell us what's new uh, in your life. People ask dude. about you, by the way. Oh, they do? Yes. People ask about you. They're like, when's Pasha coming back? Whatever happened to Pasha? What's Pasha been up to? I was well, like, I'm dude. coming back right now, dude. <laughs> I was like, this is too overdue, man. Yeah. Tell, catch everybody out, man. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been too long. Um, basically, last time you guys saw me, you saw me in my dining room with a kitchen in the back. Yeah. There was the famous episode where my girlfriend was like crawling on the floor behind me not to appear in the frame of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and so we moved into a new house. Uh, so I got my own office. No risks of her crawling in the back. That's good. Um, uh we're in the process of adopting a cat oh. i'm working more than ever so my life expectancy is going <laughs> down as much as uh simmerg after uh, 24 hours of stream yeah that happened yeah what was it friday night <laughs> oh man dude that was i promised everybody if i hit partner on twitch like they were like 24 hour live stream win and i'm like if i hit partner we'll talk about it. then i'll do it okay yeah <laughs> famous last words and, and then almost. you did yeah and then i did famous last words <laughs> on the tombstone yeah <laughs> we'll see when i hit partner oh man <laughs> dude i'm telling you man it, it uh it yeah it's been it has been one one hell of a journey but we did it friday ended yesterday uh 10 a.m so it went from 10 a.m friday to 10 a.m saturday cdt um, I did dye my beard and by, I, I bleached it completely out. Okay. Number one, first mistake that hurts. I have a dark beard, had to leave it on for a while. Yes. I've got a picture of it blonde before it was dyed. I don't know what it'll take to show it, but it's not anywhere visible. No one's got it yet. Only my fiance Mel has seen it and it not a good look on me strange is the word i look i would i would utilize then we went from back around by my ears went from yellow to orange then up to as you get to the front of my beard by my mouth here all red dyed it that stuff wanted i got manic panic that stuff was like it is persistent it wanted to stay on my skin you can't yeah. actually tell but I died yesterday, died it all back because I got up and I was like, mm -mm, no, no, it doesn't <laughs> look right. For 48 hours. <laughs> it looked good. Don't get me wrong. There's evidence. You can check it out. But all I have to say is not outside my comfort zone. Had to go back. Feel very good. Let's just say there's a lot of concealer here hiding the burned skin Ouch. and blister, slight blister marks that are there that exist from this. So I kept my word. But fuck that, never again. I I try not to cuss very often. Fuck that, never again. That's all I got to say, <laughs> right? I want you to understand how serious I am about it. But I kept my word. I stayed the course. And all I got to say is for every person that showed up during that 24-hour live stream meant a lot to me because it was beautiful, dude. 
We started it, hit some goals, played some games, got to the end of it on uh, Saturday. And it was really, it was a really good vibe having people jump back on and like be in there for the last bit of it. Uh, it, it, it meant a lot to me to have so many people hanging out, lurking, being there, like, chatting having laughs I, it, it meant a lot it was really good times and so for me to all of you in the community number one thank you for the support for all the years couldn't have done it without you uh thank you for being there during the 24 hours uh to witness my uh fill in the blank right witness my confusion exhaustion strange appearance insanity. awkwardness insanity 24 hours we saved the highlight so it won't go anywhere on Twitch. It's there now. Saved it so it's not gone. So you all can enjoy <laughs> laughing at how ridiculous I look for all time. And forward and onward. Got some big plans moving forward. But uh, one of them is to bring our homies, our, our Pathfinders, man. Gather them back. Bring them around. And let's continue the adventures moving forward. And that's what we're doing. We got Pasha back. Right? Absolutely. Got him I'm back. so happy to be here, man. Hell yes. I'm ignoring some of the ads in chat because uh because I don't wanna pay attention to you, Gruntag, right now. Okay, thanks. But I love <laughs> you, dude. I really do, man. I appreciate you, homie. And all of you, thank you for thank you for being there. And Daedalus, half tilt. before we jump in, how th how's life been treating you guys? What's been going on for y'all in the past couple weeks? Anything of note to really kind of share with the community, uh, for your fellow Pathfinders here who listen? Uh, not much from my end has been working, but I did get a chance to enjoy the 24-hour stream at some point, and I do agree with chat. The redneck clips were amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I, right. I was hanging out for a bit there, and oh, yeah. I was thoroughly amused. I was impressed. You actually did a pretty good job with the transition of the color. I was three hours. genuinely impressed. I mean, I know you had to race to cover the grays back up again, but Hey, it is what it is, right? <laughs> the awkward silence is me. <laughs> I'm so but, glad that while I was gone, there was still half tilt there <laughs> to make jokes about your age. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now there's two on the show at the same time. Ever I should have thought ahead of this. For context, for context, in the pre-show, we were talking about how busy and how much work Sim is doing and how his life expectancy <laughs> yes. is going to come down as a result. <laughs> it creates gray hairs. Like, I got grays, but it I, really you know, does. I, mean, it, it, I still got the salt and pepper look. It hasn't just turned uh, salt yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely headed down the salty route. <laughs> oh, all man. these flavors i gotta tell you man this is the podcast that has has endured the longest in terms of like episodes and consistency and it is as a result of people like our homies on the show here who continue to stay the course who come back who join in and damn it's a good time to revisit our journey man it is it's it's fun dude it's really fun we've had some great episodes and we got a lot more good ones to have and today's another one it's a good time to be a pathfinder man it's a good time to be a pathfinder because no matter what's going on with ashes of creation man every week here we have a damn good time man. it doesn't matter and we've got some stuff to talk about ashes related obviously they just had a live stream. They just finished uh, their live stream. Mm -hmm. You know, Stephen reflected on something that we are almost 
it's I want for you all who have been here for about a year or so, at least watching or listening to this show. Can we just say something? Is it just it's gone by quick? They even mentioned Stephen was like, we're almost time for another D and D twenty four hour charity event coming it's up. Crazy! What? It's been fast, dude. Yeah, time has been flying. Yeah, dude. We raised ten thousand last year. That seems like it just happened. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm still feeling like really proud, like that just happened. That was almost a year ago. I'm going. Oh, Time to start again. Shit. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I actually am doing a charity thing in like two weeks, right? For for uh, games for games for love. It's like a charity for kids and stuff. And I'll be talking yeah. about it more in the future, but. And I'm sitting here going like, ah, shit. I should have thought this out a little bit, man, and maybe try to time that differently. But I don't know what we're going to do this year. I don't know if I'm going to try to do something like that or just maybe hang out with them and contribute directly. But um, it is coming up. And they they contributed so much last year to the charity as a result of everybody. So much. And I I, I have an idea of something you could do. It'd be really cool. Really, really unique. Yeah, dye your beard like a red color. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Honestly. Yeah, I, I always default it. to the baby powder route. So I mean, the beard is. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, wait! I don't know. Do I want to know? Do I want? I don't know. I want to. Oh, know. Th- this is from oh, back back shit. in the day. We we had um, a little thing. We had Light Forge baby powder, and anybody that got in the way got dusted. So <laughs> it's like. Opening a palm and smacking somebody with a handful of baby powder, <laughs> but light forged, dude. Light forged, right? So, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. But the there are suggestions. There's this uh, in Discord. There's actually a channel right now where you can go and contribute ideas for like goals like for this charity thing mm. i'm doing so be creative toss it in there Daedalist suggested that one um but i'll be doing that on september 11th at least that's a plan currently gives me time to rest and it's not a crazy 24 hour thing either it's like five or six hours probably so it's not too crazy um man we got a live stream all right I, we didn't have our notes as we usually have from the ashes post to kind of reflect on unfortunately um but i guess before we dig in and talk about the live stream which is really reflecting on a lot of the developers thoughts from the all of the alpha one stuff they did reflect on that we got a pretty decent reflection we didn't get much in way of video footage we'll talk about that briefly as well but Mm -hmm. um Man, Pasha, I've got to ask you because I think you had alpha yeah. access, access, right? I so, do. I do. I, I did, got leader of men. Did you get in there? Did you try it? Did you have a chance to test it? Yeah, I got a chance to test it. I got a chance to stream it a little bit. Um, I got in there for a while, um, got out, work got crazy, but like whenever I had time, I would play Alpha One. It was really good. I saw a lot of progress between the alpha one that was public and the pre-tests that we had been doing for a while like the spot tests that we were doing there has been a crazy amount of progress there um and honestly my opinion regarding the current state of the game is pretty much on like on par with what lazy peon 
did in his video about Ash's Alpha One. It is a true Alpha One. It's bare bones, but it's really good still. And you can see that they're still working on the game constantly. That is, it's, it's their passion. It's not something about content. It's a true test. It's not like all those other games that are like, yo, participate in the Alpha when between Alpha, they're Alpha in quotes, beta and release, nothing's going to be changed except for like server stability. Yeah. How do you feel about, how do you feel about the overall progress of like, you know, cause I mean, there was like backend testing was kind of rubber banding. What was your overall like experience when, you know, you kind of jumped in knowing it was a technical alpha, like how did you mm -hmm. feel about the progress that they made or, you know, that they were able to showcase in that time? I feel good. Um, it's not as much as what I had hoped, yeah. but like, as you know, Sam, like my biggest hope for the game, for what, what, what we could experience in the game was character creation. I really, really wanted to see more character creation, more than like the equivalent of what you get in a game like 30 years ago. Yeah. Like we had a choice between like three or five like hairstyles and stuff like that. And they were pretty much like most of them were bad. And like that's that's what was disappointing kind of for me. Um, I was hoping we would see more. I know that wasn't the point of the alpha one. I was hoping we would see more content in terms of renderings mm. from uh, what they've shown. Like uh, a lot of people in chat during uh, Ash's Creations live streams were like, we want to see weapons, not weapons from APOC that look like they're way too much. They're, like the weapons do not, like in my opinion, they do not look good at all. Currently the weapons, I want to see medieval weapons. I want to mm. see Lord of the Rings weapons, like a real sword, not something that's just like a crazy 24 karat gold hilt. I want to see just a great sword or a long sword. I want to see the normal stuff. And we didn't see any of that. So like there wasn't, there wasn't any real progress in there for me, but like at the same time, that wasn't their sole focus. Their focus was for stability. And in terms of stability, insane progress. Like I didn't, on my end, when I tested, there was no rubber banding, no falling through the world. It was super stable, super neat. Um, it was just a few things in terms of the servers responding. Uh, like when you were doing the quest to, uh, for, with the blacksmith to, to gather materials to like uh, make your own sword um good luck trying to find the metal like the ore in the starting area that's not gonna happen it's gonna be full of raptors and they're gonna be there's gonna be like one node and you're never gonna be able to mine it anyway so that i think that was one of the things they were like trying to work on for the servers to you know refresh these things on a constant basis that didn't work too well but that's to be expected from the testing phase in terms of just server stability I didn't see any players rubber banding. I didn't rubber band myself. It was pretty stable. Yeah, I was I was really happy with the stability part. I think most, and they they made changes to the combat part of the way through as well, which we're we're definitely mm -hmm. going to visit that that point as well. Um, but I, and I know the guys here, uh, you know, half tilt daylist have already reflected. Uh, Faisal shared some reflections. Uh, Tim Man, who had been on, shared some reflections as, as well recently. Um, which did you buy by the way did you see that rap that he did did you see that 
Oh no man, we got We got someone. Please, Daedalus Half Tilt at, at the end of the show. Someone in chat. Someone needs to send this to Pasha because <laughs> he came on and did. He's like, from my perspective, he's the unofficial like Pathfinder show historian because he went through and did this crazy like, hey, this is the you know, this is how many people have been on the show. These are the episodes of Stephen King. Oh, nice. He created a rap about the Pathfinders, ending with a mic, mic drop on Faisal at the end, which was pretty hilarious. Uh, you know, Bunny <laughs> didn't out hop that one, so it was it was pretty good stuff. But it was hilarious, man. You, you so gotta you so gotta see it, man. It was beautiful. But uh, um, you know, talking about the live stream, right? Uh, before we talk about that, I wanted to share this image for everybody. I saw the BCG posted this over on Reddit. Caught this one just in time for the show today. Oh my god! Some sort of a leak, uh, you know, not really a leak, a purposeful share, more or less. Yeah. But this was shared on Reddit. Probably was on the Discord as usual. Looks like some some sort of concept art for armor, and I'm gonna go with that. Maybe is something like that's I've, Renkai. I'm going Renkai too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, this is Renkai for sure. You can see in the skin color, but like also they talked about Renkai being Japanese inspired. And yep. Not gonna lie, my stream partner and I uh -huh. are super moist <laughs> seeing this picture. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> It's great. It's fantastic. Wow, man. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm what do you guys think? Half till Daedalus thoughts. Chat. Half funders. I mean, this is the first time I'm seeing this. And I like I grew up doing a lot of martial arts in the past. So I'm huge into the old samurai ways and that mm. sort of thing. And I am digging this right now. Like I've been too near strong, but I am having an identity crisis right now mm -hmm. and i might be rolling renka if this is the case <laughs> Ooh, really yeah, that actually yeah that's exactly what happened when we saw it today we were like all right we're we're making renkai and now we're just thinking about the rp aspect of our renkai we're just like this is freaking fantastic <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean the guys kind of captioned it already, but yeah, this is this is just another like really cool vibe that they're creating with their inspiration here, and I just can't wait to see more and more of the style of armor like this, the buildings, kind of how they're incorporating like that type of samurai mythos, and yeah, mm -hmm. this is this is just good stuff, man. I mean, I when I saw this, it was. Definitely, I think moist is, is a word that we can use. <laughs> Spot on. People in chat like Saga going, I just want to be clear. I said I was rolling Renkai before it was cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, this is amazing, and I really want to roll. This is a great reason to roll, but I just want to say I was, uh, I was there before you. It's like knowing about a band before yeah. people find out it's like i heard about You're them before they are popular hipster. it's like it's like it's like me with muse or something right? i was like i knew about muse before everybody else heard about them from when this song when made them famous and everything and you're like <laughs> it's it's, a i drove a lincoln man. before driving it's, a lincoln was cool it's fair it's fair right look you gotta it, it flex man you, you you get your flex man i i, I feel you um I'm torn on what race I'm going to roll, honestly, at this point. I, I really am. I, I used to be like, Empyrean, because the Imperial Radiance and all this stuff. And mm -hmm. now I'm like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, 
for me, and, and unless you are really diehard uh, towards a specific race, just from a mm-hmm. RP perspective in your gaming career, Denier is what has really been shoved down our throats from uh, what we have been leaked, right? Yeah. Like all mm-hmm. 90% of the architecture leaks, the cosmetics, the armor, mm-hmm. and all of the mm-hmm. assets that we see, most of them are Denier focused with uh, a portion of that also being Kalar. So there is still a lot we don't know. Yes. We have both sides of the elves. We have both sides of the orcs and the other half of, of, of humans and dwarves. Mm. So it's very easy for me to lean towards Denier. I do love the Denier architecture. I think it's beautiful. Uh, but the rank, I don't know, man, looking at this armor, it's, I'm moist. I, I was diehard Kalar because I'm a big fan of medieval feudal european armor like knights and all of that like i've just yeah. always been a fan of that and i was crazy about them i i hate elves i hate knife knife ears like, <laughs> i'm gonna <a, laughs> cut them down that's fine but the more we see of renkai architecture renkai armor uh when they talk about their culture and the fact that like they're samurai well they're like japanese inspired yeah. but like they live in marshes and they're still very tribal in a way like i'm i'm starting to love them more and more you know i've seen two the 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 current cosmetic pack that's up and the might of the merc i think it was these are the two that have given me renkai vibes both yeah. times have that feeling of like marsh woodland sort of you know element like barky you know sort of like marshy and you look at the architecture style for both of those right both of the the outfits both of the freehold cosmetics and both of them have it what appears to be this you know japanese sort of asian influence right and then Mm -hmm. When you go back and you talk about like what the Renkai's, uh, uh, like what their, you know, what their, uh, their, the statement, you know, their, their identity, the, the sort of like I view as their, their race identity statement, right? It yeah. all sounds, it gives me Bushido vibes and that is Japanese, right? I, Absolutely. I, I think Renkai, I immediately think Bushido, the way of the samurai. That's exactly what I think. Sure. And everything I have seen up to this point in time, aside from the character models, obviously itself, because that's clearly going to be orc, but they're going to be much, much stronger orc than the Beck. And we know this, we actually got a bit more uh, reflection to make on that because during the live stream, Steve made a statement about the Beck again. Um, But, you know, we'll we'll jump into that. Biggest takeaways for you all um, in regard to this past live stream what stood out the most to you and then we're just going to go through and i'm going to hit the bullet points that stood out to me um mm-hmm. obviously for everyone that's here when you catch it live it, this is the way to go man you catch us live you get to see any visuals you get to see our awesome expressions beautiful beards amazing lighting in the background um oh, God, we're all bearded here yeah yeah the beard no, of bros I... on this one was uh yeah <laughs> okay but if you're here live, you get to see the things we share visually um, and you get to contribute live as well. But obviously, anyone who listens or watches this later, we love and value the feedback. So share it, drop comments, do all that stuff, share it in the Discord, whatever. We want to know what you think. Um, biggest takeaways, gentlemen, no particular order. Just jump on in here. 
for me, it was the iteration, the like the fact that they were kind of going through and even started showing some of the updated visuals they were working on with mm. the cleric spells, mm. with the dwarves, um, you know, with the crafting, I think was a big one for me too. just talking through like a little bit of how animal husbandry will work and that kind of leveling system. Um, it just it definitely like gave me a lot more idea of how deep they want to go with it. Um, and I think that was pretty exciting. Uh, like overall, I think the node piece, we kind of heard bits and pieces of how they wanted to really work on the engineering side of it and how they wanted to make that procedural generation like a lot more dynamic and different so that not every node is going to develop and look the same um which is great um so those were i would say the major ones for me was just talking about that i mean there was like they did talk about in the q a caravans as well and how you can level or you can do certain quests and depending on your win loss ratio you can earn rewards so again that felt like ooh, that sounds like a healthy incentive too and there's risk if you you know die in the process you're gonna get some durability loss and so on but um just having again just layers upon layers and iteration and the feedback that they're listening to and acting on it was it was a really good stream for me just for that aspect alone i mean content wise it was a little lighter than we've seen but i think generally it was uh it was a really good uh really good stream for me yeah right on yeah there there was some good good stuff there i think I, I definitely have missed or forgotten a lot of it. I was chasing my two-year around for the most part with my headphones on <laughs> while I was listening to this. Um, so there was definitely some pieces I missed. I think the big thing for me was getting exactly what I was talking about in the last couple of weeks mm. was a bit of a roadmap for what we they're aiming to have content-wise for Alpha 2. Mm. Um, not a timeline, and, and nor were we expecting a timeline. Uh, but they did go over a lot of the details around the systems, artisan system being a big one and secondary class augmentation being another one, along with a few others, node levels coming up to potentially metropolis even and the world size being expanded because like that for me, that's a huge, huge thing is going to be. Mm. Um, and, and I talked about this recently, having that diversity and need to move around the world and raise and destroy nodes and have that system dynamically change in a testing environment is going to be really important having those secondary augments in there and you know hopefully the ranger along with a summoner and maybe a couple other a rogue and a and a bard would be awesome um i expect over the course of alpha 2 which you know it could be a while it could be a long test uh we'll probably see those things come in but getting those things in there so that we can really start to test the hot topic in the community combat but until we have a lot more of these factors that are going to influence how that system plays out i don't think we're in a very good position to be overanalyzing combat yet we can throw in our mm -hmm. feedback and ideas but let's not jump the gun and be like hey stop stop what you guys yes. are doing and just focus on this it's too early for that yeah. for me um my biggest takeaway from the live stream was kind of like what you said data list that that content wise visual content wise it was kind of lacking it was kind of light compared to what we what we sometimes get from them 
Um, I was kind of hoping we would get more, especially since like Alpha One has ended. So like kind of try to show us what you got in store for us. But it it is it is a little early. They're still working from home mostly. So like it's I'm I'm not expecting too much from them. It was a little light in that term um you said earlier sim that they changed up the combat a little bit um mm. in alpha one i wasn't there to see it um i was working i was always outside of my house so i couldn't see it mm. and steven even said during the stream while he was showing off um the new spells that like they had they had changed the combat a little bit i would have loved to see like at least a new uh, little clip of that just to see what had changed um but my very like the 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 most that i got from it was the fact that they're trying to keep it up to date it is a complaint from the community that the game already looks kind of aging it looks kind of old already in some aspects and right. what we saw like he showed us the changes brought to the uh to uh to spells for the cleric and stuff like that to keep it kind of modern to keep it keep it uh keep it a a, a brand spanking new look which i really appreciate and the other thing is in the q a portion i knew that the ui was just a placeholder i knew it and whenever i was showing people they were always saying like the ui looked like crap yeah um and i told them it's a placeholder but what i really enjoyed is the fact that steven answered the question about the ui saying i know you hate the ui well let me tell you we all hate the ui yeah <laughs> like this is not the ui we're going for right this is not what we're testing we hate it it's gonna change so i was really happy to hear that um I'm just hoping that like uh, next live stream, we're going to see a lot more visual content. That's what I'm really hoping for. And please, gods, show me a little bit of a character creator. Just a little bit, a teaser. A, go on Snapchat and post your thing, Ashton Creation. Just show me you going over like the sliders. Nothing else. Just show me sliders. That it exists? You want to see yeah, it? Yeah, show me Something. that sliders exist. <laughs> Well, I think that's the uh, dev discussion coming up this coming month was the character mm -hmm. creator. So it is. if not next month, possibly the month after, we might get yeah. a bit of a, right. a follow-up. Yeah, that they're, summary they're, they're of going that. to like hop on yep. that train, like do the dev discussion, but yep. then like really hop on it for their live stream. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I'm hoping that we get to see that sometime soon, which I am very... I am curious what this next several months is going to look like right now i don't i i learned a long time ago with that game development but even more so related to ashes no expectations understand it's being worked on that it's in development and wait until it's showcased that's that's me i'm never really disappointed because I just don't have mm -hmm. really any expectations, right? True. Ashes of Creation Apocalypse, I think a lot of people got tempered then, or they probably rage quit, depending on the person. Right? <laughs> right? Okay. Having realistic expectations. But now, considering, you know, that the we are through this Alpha 1, a lot of the the rhetoric that I've been witnessing across the board 
from the community and even from the development team as they've reflected on this or shared something about it is that it's we're gearing to alpha two now alpha two yeah. if i'm not mistaken is probably the longest testing period that they're going to have they did say it's going to be the longest it's right. going to last a long while and it should yeah. be if i'm not mistaken persistent too correct right yep, yep. so this is the big fishbowl to mm -hmm. to see things really evolve yeah exactly now betas are going to be shorter alpha one alpha one was expected to be shorter i mean i would probably say a few weeks or so probably for the yeah. betas when we get to that point a few weeks ish mm -hmm. for those maybe uh rough rough estimate probably a week yeah fine polishing tuning really seeing what you know what they need to like tune up before they launch it mm -hmm. we know steven's expectations to have a really smooth launch yeah it's a it's a good plan from the from the CEO creative director from the guy running this. <laughs> it's a this. good hope. It's a good hope. I never I don't have that expectation. No. It's awesome that's the goalpost. I don't expect it because I know how game I know how games launch. Yeah. I know it happens one percent of the time. So like yeah. aim for the moon. Sure. Aim yeah. for the stars, land on the moon. Yep. Like that's it. Aim for a good launch for a smooth launch. It's not gonna happen. But at least like goal. aim for your like try to land on your servers, not catching yeah. on fire. <laughs> yeah. So but Al yeah, yeah. Like, the, the last beta should be just because like alpha, mm -hmm. and we saw it kind of like in on Twitch mostly. We saw that when Alpha One launched, well, when it became public, um, people, you know, they jumped on it, and there were so many viewers, so many streams, and at the end of it no streams or barely any barely any viewers that's that's normal it's an alpha it's not it's not a game it's not even a game at this point it's a spreadsheet put in visuals um the last beta should be just like a week long because they just want to slam their servers as hard as possible they don't want to get to the point where nobody's streaming, nobody's viewing, nobody's playing. They want to get to the point where like their servers are on fire at this point. Yeah. To fix it, to mm -hmm. get a smooth launch. So I'm wondering when Alpha 2 is actually going to be. I'm I'm very much curious. I, I am convinced at this point, I'm convinced there is much more of the world done much more of the game done i've shared this belief and i go yeah. back to i go and i'm going to continue to reiterate upon this right don't don't believe me look at the evidence you know think for yourselves i'm just sharing my thoughts this is my educated guess and my gut belief and feeling here going on instincts when we go back and we look at the videos they've shared i've shared this before and i've sh i'm sharing it again right? There are spaces in the world where they've shown mounts, they've shown the brew bear, they've shown the day strider mule, mule running, they've shown all these creatures, the, the cursed charger, they've shown all of these creatures in this world. We've never had our feet on that in any testing environment. No, it's not an alpha island. No, it's, it's not in the world. It's in the world that I believe is exists that we have not seen yet. Yeah. So with that being said, with a healthy, healthy dose of skepticism here. 
I'm curious and wondering what you all think in regard to like, when, when are we going to get to alpha two? What would be a, in our minds, based on what we've seen and what would we speculate? Again, this is speculation. This isn't, but take our words and believe that's when alpha two is going to happen. We're just making an educated guess here. If you were to guess when we would expect to see alpha two, based on what we've seen, what we've experienced so far, what, what are you all thinking right now? I'm curious. We are in, we're going to be in September. Yes. I'm yes. saying early 2022. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm thinking March, April, 2022. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Um, I would say at the earliest, it would be like right after the holidays, but that is more pipe dream than what I really <laughs> expect. Um, I, I think it's definitely going to be sometime in late Q1. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. I, 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 for the longest time, I was leaning towards near the near beginning of winter of this year, uh, probably like mid mid to early December, get it out there, let people test it over the holidays and whatnot when they have time. But that more recently, I'm leaning into in, into an early spring mm -hmm. release right now. I, it seems more realistic for where things at. I agree. I bet that they have a large part of at least the Alpha 2 world put together and they're probably just doing their passes over it with more texture and population things like that but i think a lot of the core systems are still in a more siloed state where, where the, and, and not really implemented into the full game world where they are now yeah. having to work with each other and that's something that they have to get through their initial qa before we even get a chance to mm -hmm. test it and that's gonna take time and they want to introduce content. That's what they said. Like yep. this weekend, they want to put content in. Alpha One had zero content. Well, it had like a few quests that were full of typos. Like that's not that's not really content. It it was more just to like give you a give you like a a track to follow. Yeah. In order to test. So like I don't mm. care about the typos and shit. Yeah. Um I'm 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 yeah, I'm thinking for alpha one like end of q1 2022 yeah i also think that the questing system was more representative of like the approach they're taking to questing and what types mm -hmm. of quests we might see and how they play out like how it would send you from one point to another to travel the world how you'd have an npc that might run away from you at the end or whatever or you'd have to interact with the environment for specific things so i could see them testing a bunch of different elements to this whole quest dynamic and how they approach it from everything from the start of how you find a quest how you have to navigate the dialogue how it sends you somewhere how you how it needs to be intuitive so i see what they're going for i i dig it it's not i like it it's not it's not hand holding but it does mm -hmm. guide you if you pay attention so i like it i dig that i don't like this quest mark over your head right sends you it with a freaking arrow on your screen pointing you in the direction takes you all the way there holds your hand all the way there you got to think for yourself a bit but they don't make it punishing either so it's you know i think once you get oriented to the way their quest system works it, it's pretty good um, yeah and they did say that for yeah. alpha 2 they were doing a lot more quest design true for the alpha 2 environment i honestly 
I, I don't think Alpha 2 is going to really resemble or look like Alpha 1 I don't think very so. much at all. I, don't know. I think it's, it's going to be a I very, very so. different feel. And I hope so. Like, I've seen, like, um, my uh, my friend, the Shaded Leaf, he's on the chat mm -hmm. right now. He, like, oh, he, yeah. he was streaming RuneScape for me uh, at some point. And I was, I mean, uh, RuneScape is a crazy old game. Right. But I freaked out at the quest design. It is so interactive. It's not like kill a bajillion mobs. You always get surprised by the by the things they make you do. Uh, at like a true like a like a like a good Pathfinder, I started exploring new worlds and I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I was blown away by the quest design there too, and like the dungeon mechanics and all of that. It's crazy good. Like coming from ESO, where it's just like right. you know just kill shit like i i was really excited about it and i see what they're going for in ashes even just alpha one like the guy that appears in front of you like on the road and like he pops yeah. in and yeah. he disappeared i screamed when i saw it <laughs> i was like i wanted to replicate it and i ran at him and you know he never appeared again but i con continued down the road and i saw him again and i was just like so excited it's something that you don't see in the current MMOs, like the current new MMOs. Yeah. It's more in the old ones yeah. and not in the very mainstream ones. Like, wow, you wouldn't see something like that in the beginning. No. But we were never expecting something like that in the beginning. People that play MMOs are settling for mediocrity. And most MMOs we have right mm. now are mediocre, even those that we call good. I love Elder Scrolls Online, but it's an it's a mediocre MMO. It's not a good MMO. It's not what I would qualify as a good game. Difficulty increase is an increase in HP, damage, and mechanics yeah. that one-shot you. That is not a mechanic. They have the occasional puzzle. And I see what Ashes of Creation is doing, and I tip my imaginary hat. I love it. It's fun. Introduce more mechanic-oriented stuff and keep surprising us it makes me want to go to the next zone and see what i'm going to find out you know i love the elder scrolls online for a lot of reasons i've cut played it for years right i've played it and it's a great game in a lot of ways but i don't for someone who's played mmorpgs for so long i always said when that game comes out I will probably play forever because it's an Elder Scrolls game and I love the Elder Scrolls. And even if it isn't like always vibrate, like I'm going to enjoy it because I'm in that world. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I play that game, it, I enjoy myself and it looks beautiful and it's fun, but it doesn't feel like the kind of, I don't feel like I'm playing an MMO most of the time. No. Even though there are dungeons even though there are there trials are or raids, yeah. even though I enjoy those and even though it's fun, but it, and even though I can play with friends, it just still doesn't feel, it doesn't have the same feeling of like challenge that I experienced in like world of Warcraft, mm -hmm. that I've experienced in that game, you know, or, or some other MMORPGs I played like SWOTOR. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I enjoy raid lockouts. Uh, I enjoy some of these elements of competitiveness that you have in, like, raids and the way that they tend to go. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
some of the raid mechanics in the trials in the ESO are really good. It's actually pretty awesome. It just doesn't feel MMO. It feels like I'm playing a multiplayer uh, Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. And but, Shaded Leaf in the chat just said it. Like, didn't Zoss themselves say it isn't a traditional they MMO? They didn't. Yeah, yeah, they did say that. Correct. Yeah. Sure, just went out and said it. Like, yep. it is not yep. an actual MMO. Even though he's the guy who created it, he's like, it's not a traditional MMO. It's not It's not even like an MMO because it's not what you see as a classic MMO. Yeah. And like you said, like those raids and everything that you had in WoW, like I remember back in the days mm -hmm. when I was like hardcore raiding when Burning Crusade had just come mm -hmm. out and me and my guild, we were like trying to, you know, clear, um, clear a raid in Burning, Burning Crusade. I don't remember the name. But like every week, we're yeah. like, we're going to try to push past this boss. Yep. And people were yelling in chat and like, there's a blind uh, demon hunter. Well, there's a demon, they're all blind. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a demon hunter that when like, he, <laughs> when he stops or disappears, do not move, do not do anything, or he's going to jump you and kill you. And I remember like, it was like 11 PM. I was 16 years old. I had to go to school the other, the, like the next day, my parents were screaming at me because I needed to go to bed. And like someone decided to drink a mana potion while the guy disappeared and he wiped us. And my guild leader just screams like, I saw you take it, don't lie. And like, that's the kind of feeling that like you really want to clear that. That's the feeling I don't get in same. Your, and your new MMOs. Yeah. I don't go sit on a boss passion for weeks that, like, or, or months. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, a passion that like it brings out in yeah, us. Yeah. Like when you, I've never killed a boss in that game and gone and had the entire group going screaming. And you know what I mean? That's never happened. Mm -hmm. it, it's elements like that. And it's these subtle things that you don't have in, in that game. Again, I, I enjoy it. I've played it since the game's been in beta. I've been pissed off at it, but I've played it. And I continue to enjoy it and I continue to play it because I still feel like it's a good game. And for an MMORPG, the bar to entry and the ability to jump in and play it more casually is definitely there. So it's a good option for players because they don't have to jump in and grind every day on a, on this thing day after day after day just to break even before they go do the content like you have to do in the World of Warcraft, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's a great game to play for that reason. It's not but it doesn't have the same vibes for me as and now elder the ashes of creation even in the alpha totally does i was getting it i was yeah. getting it and even just the feeling of discovery like i told you like uh, the the node the crafting node that i need to, uh, that i needed yeah. to get that the servers was, were like telling me to f f off and I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't ever get it like i just yeah saw a dude running around and i was like oh my god please stop stop in chat like i need your help i need this steel can you tell me where to get it he's yeah. like uh i think over there where the raptors are here let me show you and we walked around and we tried to find it never did but you don't have that in any in any like current mmos that's it that's what it is that, don't have that's that. the community that's it that's the community that's the discovery yes. we do together that's yes the, it's a community is not just a bunch of people in a city that reduce your frame rates yeah. to ashes. Yep. Like it's actually people asking each other for help, yep. helping each other, absolutely insulting each other because you stole my mom, <laughs> you piece of shit. And like it's, I love it. It that's what I need. <laughs>
That's exactly what like, it is. I'm going to go play Destiny if yeah. like I, I just want a bunch of people in a city and do Dude. four dungeon, four men dungeons. Yeah, we were gathering people in chat and like you'd, you'd, I'd run across somebody and they'd stop and they'd wave and you know, you knew you could be in comms, but it was like sometimes it was just cool. I, I would get, we'd be gathering people and going and killing dragons and like I haven't had that experience. I've tested plenty of MMORPGs since I played World of Warcraft in the early days. I haven't had these kind of vibes since I played, I think, SWOTOR. Even when we did stuff for the Elder Scrolls Online in beta, I didn't get those vibes, right? And some other MMORPGs, I didn't get those vibes with either. I got it with SWOTOR. I got it with World of Warcraft. Um, I haven't experienced it in a long time. I experienced it in Alpha mm -hmm. for Ashes, and that was, the, that was the golden takeaway for me. I was like... In Alpha. Ooh, it's good. In an Alpha test. Yeah, it's good vibes, man. It is. So they're on the right track. Truly. So thinking of things that were on the live stream, I'm going to just hit some. They mentioned the phone app again. Mm -hmm. Very confidently, I might say. There's yeah. very clearly going to be a phone app that's going to be a strong component to this game. I think that we're going to see the app close to launch, if not probably around that same time. Again, speculation, right? That's fine. Everybody has phones, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Stop! I'm getting tilted. That's your job. Oh, that's your job, right? <laughs> but he doesn't go full tilt. Never full tilt, remember. So um, <laughs> they showed the terror bird. Yeah. Steven hit the marker and trolled five times. I counted at least five trolls. He five. Mm -hmm. uh, let's keep it. Let's keep a note. Can we see if in the next live stream? Let's make it a thing, please. This would be beautiful. Let's see if he hits five trolls next time again. He usually trolls Margaret, by the way. But he also trolls chat. He trolled us a bit with the Terror Bird. He did a little troll when he did the Terror Bird video and shared it. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there. He did troll. He did at least five trolls. Let's see if Steven can continue to hit his five troll quota, as I'm calling it. Right? Break Five troll code quota. TM some more here. Okay. But let's see if he hits the five troll quota. I'm not saying let's make it a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, you got a whole bunch of new emote slots now being partner, right? So if oh, you have a sim true. troll emote during the live stream, all of us subs could just spam that emote every time we identify a troll. Oh, so true. Sim troll emote. Got it. I will have, uh, I'll have my fiance get to work on that real quick. Um, it could have a red beard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the bearded bros, man. What? It is every, you're missing out if you're only listening to this, although I'm sure that you all are probably laughing as you hear it too. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just going to move right on. Maybe it'll, you know what? F it, okay? I think I owe you all a sim troll emote with a beard that looks as unfortunate as my face did on Friday to Saturday. <laughs> okay. So fine. We we've got an emote for the lot for that charity event that we did where we raised a lot of money. I really like dedicating emotes specifically to people or to you all that, that actually revolve around what we've done here as a community. There's the Sim Grog one from when I painted my face. I it, Okay. We'll do it. We'll get it. We'll get it done. All, all right. right. Right, but that means, right? The Stephen Troll quota, right? It has to be used appropriately. 
Yeah. Yeah. Steven stream uh, troll code. We got to use it appropriately. Um, he did. He, he did show off the terror bird. It was a mount. He rolled, ran around on it. We got to see the um, the other. Uh, what was the other the the bird? What was that one? The flying mount that they shared previously. The 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 storm dragon bird sort of thing. Yeah. I forget what the name is. Um, yeah, thunder chicken or something. Yeah. Mm. Thundering bolt yeah, he, beast. Thank you very much, Z. He called it the running chicken. Yeah. The running chicken. Jeez, dude. So as I'm like looking at this right here. We've got some goalposts uh, that were mentioned around the node R&D, which Daedalus talked about as well. Talking about node elevation was something he mentioned. And that was something I noticed in Alpha 1. You get that like elevation. That's like... Yeah, it's kind of weird. It, it was weird. It didn't transition well. But I, I think that that's part of what they're they're testing it a little bit right now. I can see what they're going for. They want, if a node develops on the side of a mountain versus in a plane, they want it to develop differently. And sort of like remold the terrain around that node to, mm -hmm. you know, adapt to civilization. So if you're building it into a mountain, it looks like it, the city's built into a mountain. If you're building it on the plains, it looks like it's built on the plains. If it's in the marsh, the marsh. And it feels, you know, uh, I guess I like a good old Frank Lloyd Wright statement here, quote, form follows function. Kind of sounds like the design theme they're going for. And I can respect that. I dig it. Um, yep. Steven stated split body leaning so far based on what they're seeing. This is the second, uh, combat choice. They added towards the end there, friends. Remember the one, the root motions, like you're moving forward with your weapon swings, you're sort of stuck in that motion. Uh, this split bo body motion allows you to basically move around as you're doing your weapon swings. They said they're kind of leaning that direction. That was good news for me. I know some people uh, that hang out here don't really like that. I know not everybody's liking it. I'm a proponent of it, but I know not everybody is. Um, is there going to be a, a perfect scenario that's going to appease everybody? Absolutely not. No, um, there's always going to be people angry at any yeah. decision that's made. Yeah. It's okay. Speaking on the orcs, another reference on the Vex size was discussed, right? The Vec are going to be, what, is I think shorter than the Kalar, taller than the Dunir? Was that accurate? I believe that's what I remember. The Vec, yeah. I think so. Shorter than Kalar, taller than Dunir. So that's significantly shorter than shorter. the Renkai. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, which is surprising, especially for an orc. But Dang. at the same time, it's not the first, it's not the first time that I'm surprised by their choices for races like the Nikua. Yeah. like when they were announced that uh, when when i when we when they were announced and like we heard what they were all about i was mm -hmm. kind of blown away by the creativity by the it, it, it's a bold choice yeah. to make hawaiian dwarves <laughs> but that can't grow beards that can't grow beards <laughs> and ride otters but it's it's dope uh. i like it <laughs> but like i can't wait to see it i don't know if vec orcs are gonna be like he didn't go too much into detail there if i if i remember correctly but no. like is it going to be like trolls in wow where they're kind of short but just because they're like arched oh, he's man. they've talked about them in the past several live streams ago saying they were going to be more goblin-esque yeah yeah so more versions arched. of orcs and we we were kind of speculating around the the goblin -y orcs out of lord of the rings 
mm-hmm. uh, at the at that time, thinking mm-hmm. they might resemble that statue a little bit more. So they're, they're orcs by race, but they've they're they're just a much smaller, daintier version. They're nerds. There you go. <laughs> they are they are the star children, sort of, right? So they are star nerds. Would kind of vibe if they were, you know, a little more, you know, rocking some robes. Not hunchbacky though. Don't make them all not know, too much not, at least. Make them just maybe maybe they're thinner and a little more frail or something, and that's kind of yeah. on. Don't like have them turn to full. Because I know my fiance, she's like, ah, I want to play one of those. She ain't gonna play it if it's lurching over, like you know. Searching mm. over some, you know, pots in a tower somewhere, man. It's not gonna, not gonna go. <laughs> I gotta bode well, and I'm interested in them too. And that's gonna swipe them right off. I'm gonna swipe them left, right off my choices. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> left swipe for sure. They did talk about the do dunier size being reworked. Yeah, they said they want them to be more bulky. I think, right? Yeah. So it sounds like maybe what we're seeing for the dwarves now might be the stature of more of the Nikwa. Maybe, but at the same yeah. time, why are they kind of like re- reworking that? Because like they said that the character creator will be akin to the BDO character creator. Pretty so yeah. I don't really understand why they're like Dooney are gonna be bulkier. Like that's something if it's such a liberal kind of character creator, I know they said that like all races will have like kind of like rules that you have to follow that the sliders are never going to never going to go past like a dwarf cannot be as tall as a kalar but at the same time like isn't it the player's choice like to have them bulkier like does that mean i'm stuck with one body type it's easier for armor and not clipping stuff but like what if i want my dunier to be a lot more slender than the other dunier because my dunier is a cleric nerd Maybe it will be the slider. I, I expect it, this it. to be. I expect this to be more of a center point. Yeah, like yeah. this is this is kind of your baseline base where you're starting yeah. from, and you can adjust fifteen percent in either direction off that base model. Mm-hmm. That is kind of how I I would interpret yeah, that. So the Janir being be... a mountain dwarf is inherently going to be bulkier because they carry around more heavy things. True. Um, and they work a little bit harder, whereas the Nikwa are a little bit more ocean faring, a little bit leaner. Come from that standpoint. I just mm. want them to be wary, like to be careful not to turn their character creator into an ESO character creator, where it's yeah. just like, limited. like all, yeah, it's limited. And like, no matter how you put your sliders, pretty much all characters look like all the other ones. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like, everyone who makes like a, like a, I don't know, like a stamina, like a night blade, or like a, like a dragon knight. They're always just gonna pump the chest, the arms, and make them super tall. And like everyone's gonna look the same. I just don't want that. So they gotta be careful with their baselines. I understand the baselines, but like, geez, it's it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I mean, I would totally understand if like the sliders allow you know like it's more liberal in certain areas for dunier versus like a nikwa but then they maybe could both have like a similar starting point you know to where you mm. can kind of adjust more heavily in certain areas for a dunier so that if you adjust more heavily in certain areas like you're not pulling that off with a nikwa yeah so that, that so maybe that's kind of what they're going for but i am i am curious because that's a that's a very fair point um if they're if they're gonna have it like you know 
they're going to have it be to where you have a lot of flexibility in the character creator. You, you want there to be a lot of options. You don't want to really take too much away. Yeah, you don't want your players to make monsters. Out yeah, of characters. art characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want that, but at the same time, you don't want them to be... Yeah, let's not go Black Desert, exactly. So, like, Black Desert is an extreme yeah. that we shouldn't reach, mm. but it's kind of an example in terms of all the things you can do. But at the same time, Bless Online, even though it was a crappy MMO, had a great character creator. A lot of these eastern mmos have great character creators in terms of customization it's just don't let us make monsters but don't let us be all the same mm, yeah yeah it definitely resonates man so i had some other notes i kind of made too they when they showed off the thundering um what was it called again the thundering cloud surf yeah when they when they showed that off and he jumped, and you did see a bit of a glide. It was very subtle, very, 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 very yeah. subtle glide. I was falling with style, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> we made a note about how animal husbandry would allow you to basically have an impact on glide distance, which I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh, what?" I was like, really? "They talked about mount levels too." Yeah, which mm -hmm. I think they've mentioned before, mm -hmm. but that was the first time it really stood out to me, and I'm I'm really curious how that leveling system is going to work. Yeah. You know, there was something I wasn't aware of until someone in my community pointed it out for me during the uh, Friday, Saturday there. We were having a chat around Ashes because we watched a live stream. And we were discussing, at the time I said, I think the only uh, active ability for the mounts that we saw in Alpha 1 was the speed one. That was actually not mm -hmm. true. The stag actually had a heal. Oh, really? I didn't know that. But people no, had yeah, actually yeah. played and tested that. I was like, really? Because I didn't use that. I used my fox because the freaking fox is amazing. But the fox didn't have the heal. The stack did. And I was like, really? Apparently, That's some people were it. just using it to heal all the time. I was like, what? So that interesting. was interesting. I know. I completely yeah, I like missed it. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was a little bug with the mounts as if you mounted the stag and then went ahead and mounted your fox after that. And you could get whatever the fox ability was plus the stag too so some people were cheesing that a bit knowing that that was a known issue but yeah definitely the bags um had a heal ability and it was i would say fairly um you know fairly good because you could um i think we were doing one of the big bigger dungeons and people were able to get out that were on the stag because you know they just popped that heal and popped a sprint and just did their thing yeah yeah, I can't confirm or deny, but there is an alternate guild for virtue, that of which will not be named, where we take our characters and we put a hurt on people and do dark and ominous things. Wait, did I say that? No, I didn't hear anything. Uh, we're contemplating it. Out. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a place One, for your alts, right? Right. Yeah. My death knight oriented character. One more point I do want to make, though. The stag heal was no bubble hearth, you know? Just just saying. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew the bubble hearth comment was coming. <laughs> just like I knew half-till with the stinking beard comment was coming earlier. I, yeah. I know. I know y'all too well, I think. <laughs> it's called Dirtue. <laughs> the the alt guild that we have is indeed going to be called Dirtue. It's going to be called Dirtue. It's Dirtue. It's dirt you, 
but said in that Georgian accent of saying son of a bitch, like some bitch. Yeah. Some bitch. Dirt you. It's like to the dirt <laughs> with you. You know, sort of thing. <laughs> nah. Mm-hmm. Yo, other points. Okay. There were some other points to be made that community kind of shared on. Um, the, the, Steven showed off the alterations to the cleric healing effect, which actually was very nice. It was, it was clean, very clean, very, very clean. Um, yeah. I'd like to see more iterations similar to that to a lot of the skills overall. Yeah. I'm, I like where they're going with that, that whole, and it's not like your typical yellow light sort of no, a vibe. It's very, that's what I liked. Yeah. It's, it wasn't all like, it was more like a kind of like a shock wave. Yeah. Kind of like a distortion more than just pure, like classic yellow light. Like this is my holy power which I dig and it's super clean mm-hmm. and it's not invasive on the screen. And I would say like, good job Intrepid Studios. Keep doing that for all the skills. Keep it clean. Like I know it's, I know it's easy to go flashy. It's fun to go flashy, but it's also really exhausting for the players when you're doing a raid and you just see an insane amount of flashes mm-hmm. and it kills your computer and it murders your eyes. I don't want that. Like, I want to be able to still see my character when I'm playing the game. It's like, I don't want the entire room to be flooded in, in like spell effects. So I think that cleric like revamp they did for the spell was super clean, super nice. I want, I want more of that. There doesn't need to have more flashes and keep in mind that like high level skills can have one or two super flashy skills and it's going to make more impact on your players mm. than if all their skills are flashy. Yeah. Because they're going to be so proud uh, of like of those. Like I remember in WoW, like in World of Warcraft, I was playing a paladin and like when you're leveling up, you get like, you know, like your normal heals and your normal stuff. And then I don't know, I don't really remember which skill, but like there was one big skill that was, it was like an instant mega heal on the player and it made an awesome effect like it was it wasn't clean it was super flashy i don't remember what it is but it was super flashy and i loved it just because of that yeah totally man i was like a good comment flash good neon bad i agree and i you know i like as a paladin I'm going to tell you, I'm going to kind of share my hopes for Paladin here. I like using light as a weapon for a Paladin. Mm-hmm. I don't like when all of the aesthetics are just flashy gold light. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like that the tank starts out with a little more of a grungier sort of like tearing at the earth you know, bleeding sort of vibe because I, 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 I'm kind of a proponent. Like I have this thing with the Witcher, right? With Geralt the Witcher, right? It, he, he feels very paladin to me, right? Cause he lives yeah. by a creed. He has an oath, but he is always looking out for people and protecting people, but he's not this pretty boy, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of like guy in, in shining armor sort of vibe. He's a warrior first and foremost. Yeah. He's a warrior. He's a traveler. Yes. He's yeah. grimy, he's dirty, yes. he fights dirty, 
he dances around his opponents. It's not super yeah. like knightly, and that's that's what it should be. You're yeah. here to protect people. You're not here to court some princess. Yeah. So that's that's the kind of vibe I'm hoping for. Even his eyes, like you know, he's got different eyes. So I'm a big fan of all like those vibes. You know, The Witcher was great. It was a good example of like the the vibes. I like having light there, but that doesn't mean that everything's got to be shiny. Right. Mm -hmm. There's ways to go about it. And I think if ah, I'm so curious, since the cleric augments the tank, I'm so curious, man, how augmentation is going to impact the tank now. Because they they are very, very different in appearance. And I'm if if we can augment the appearance of some of those skills and give it that vibe, I think that's going to be a very fun paladin to play. I genuinely do. I can see how they... I think I see how the augmentation can impact that right now. Um, when you talked about the caravans earlier, Daedalus, that was another one that was a big takeaway for me. Previously, like they talked about the progression and all that stuff and how failure will impact you and all of that. Remember how we used to talk about there being sort of like a seasonal thing? Almost like we talk about arena seasons. They've talked about seasons for content a lot too. And caravans is one of the things they talked about that with. And I'm going off of my rough memory here, but I believe getting some sort of like runes that you could use for like socketing or augmentation or something was going to be a reward for ranking up in that. Yes. Right. Um, PVP as a whole yeah. was going to be behind a season. So that whether that's yes. uh, your, your instance arena stuff, caravans, sieges, whatever it was pvp as a whole was going to have a season behind it i think it was supposed to last like six months or something and crazy long um on that initial pass and there there was going to be ladders i think unique to each component within pvp so caravans would have a ladder sieges would have a ladder mm -hmm. arenas would have a ladder mm -hmm. and based on your performance in that ladder you would unlock um enhancement stones or enchantments for your gear yeah. to enhance pvp ability but you, th those were not lifetime earned. They were only rel if you didn't perform in the next season of PvP, you would then lose those items, or at least they would become like like a stillborn version of itself, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it, when he said that, I was like sitting there thinking, all I'm thinking is seasons right now. That's all 100 what I thought was PvP seasons. Okay, we're gonna hit a final topic here. Um, well. There was a discussion around first death in an MMO, but I think I'm going to maybe save that one for next time because I think that'd be a mm -hmm. fun conversation to have. Criticisms on the world appearance. I saw a Reddit post around this. I mentioned it to my community uh, last week talking about the world appearance and realism, and it's looking too dated already. I, I think it's important to note that they're not going for realism. They're not going for trying to play in a movie and it looks so I'm curious what people what thankfully. thankfully, I think it's yeah. important to have a good balance of like this looks realistic. And can you know, if you're going for this, like really clean look, you, if you want it to look kind of realistic, then you got to find a balance between the cartoony style and the real you could live in this world like Avatar sort of style where it looks yeah. real. Because if you don't, if you go too much in that realism area, then over time, as as technology advances, the game starts to look less and less clean and 
kind of looked kind of crappy and yeah um so i don't know man i don't i have never gotten the vibe that's what they're going for and so i i find that that criticism uh, falls real short for me i i think constructive criticism is always a positive thing but when when you criticize a game for looking bad in alpha one <laughs> you're really not looking at the big picture and potentially don't understand that games in development you don't get the polished version until damn betas maybe launch yeah that's when they finally go cool we're good with how everything's testing out and performing we'll flip this stuff on that's the last thing you get mm -hmm. so again thankfully yeah, we thankfully. want to, we want to make sure the game works and yeah. then we're going to make that rock stop floating and start like going into the ground right like that's how it should be i don't care about that rock flowing i want to make sure i can hit a damn mob yeah like that's the point yeah. it's alpha one mm -hmm. it's super early does mm -hmm. it look dated no not to me it doesn't look dated does it look unpolished yes and good i'm glad it looks unpolished because if they spend too much time working on alpha island to right. look polished yeah. when we're never gonna go there ever yes. again then i would i i would just like call call them from call them out for that bullshit because it's hours and hours upon hours of work that's just wasted and that's not what they're going for yeah they're going for stability for performance to make sure that the game actually works it's not a union job exactly yes that's a, that's a good point. And they point. don't have 500 developers in the game. Also it's true. Not, it's not like, I'm going to say Swator because it was a big budget game. It's not a $300 yeah. million dollar game. Like that's not what it is. And it's not made by Bioware or, or EA or it's not being made by no. Blizzard. They don't have these resources. Mm -hmm. It's an indie studio it's a brand spanking new studio and they're ramping up and they're doing some amazing job on the production aspect it's is it taking a lot longer than expected did they say at first that the game was going to release before the end of 2020 yes did anyone believe them yes should they have no right. like it's we're we're lucky if it comes out by the end of 2022 yeah but i'd rather play the game by the end of 2022 with a game that works even if it looks a little dated by the end of 2022 like okay i'd rather play that game and have it being enjoyable and played for the next five years than yeah. play a game that just like that's half assed and i'm gonna play it for six months and forget about it i want ashes of creation to be the like the mmo i want it to be my brand spanking new favorite game so like let them take their time like let them like make sure that it actually works and give them time to like polish the game at the, at the end keep yourself busy doing some other things man you know, yeah this is yeah. a it's a marathon not a not a we're not sprinting yeah yeah it's i i i i feel that, that that comments uh if it's based on the game world at all it, it's just mm. not, not even worth 
<laughs> diving into too much because it's mm. it's a very narrow opinion of the thing. Right. If you're going to judge the art, the only thing, in my opinion, that you can even consider in that uh, equation is the concept art and the assets that we see during the live streams, the cosmetics yeah. that we see roll out. And they look that's, fantastic. That's oh. your more finished art style that that is going to be that that is being prepped to go into a final version of the game. So if you're going to judge an art style, that's where you're judging it from. If you're judging mm -hmm. it from anything else, as Patrick just said, they're not spending the time and money and resources there. Okay. They're not politicians try with your tax dollars. Yeah. Like have some faith that they're doing, uh, doing the right things and doing, they put enough to get us by mm -hmm. to accomplish their goals and testing. And that's what we see mm -hmm. so that we have a world to fall through. <laughs> that, that, that's it okay so i, I think the art style <laughs> and where they're going is really really good yeah i, I think where it's going to wind up is awesome they've got they're, they're you're dealing with uh you know a, a a multiverse type scenario with a ton of different races so we see the fantasy come out in not so much the art style but the assets themselves yeah that's where we see the big fantasy come in from. But yes, there is a bit of a realism to the graphics, but that's because you're playing humanoid type characters and they want to really showcase that. They want you to feel involved. They're trying to immerse you into that world. And that's going to become a big thing. The other big aspect that I've heard a lot of the community talking about that kind of ties into this is feeling misplaced in the world mm. from a proportion standpoint, uh, to your environmental assets and everything. But, and, and I had a talk uh, the other day with, with Bardic about this, is we have to keep in mind that we haven't been in Vera. Vera hasn't been populated for centuries, for millennia at this point. It's almost prehistoric. Yeah. And look at, look at back even on, on our world, in prehistoric times, things were huge, <laughs> okay? You get eaten in a bite. There's plant trees that would dwarf your house. And these things are normal when humans and humanoids aren't there to interfere. So I think as we get more lore and reasoning behind why we're going into Vera, who we are, what Vera was and is now, it a lot of those misconceptions will start to feel a little bit better. And yes, I know there was some leftover races, the people that didn't make the thing, and we got the Tolnar and all that on Vera. But for the most part, corruption has held things in a bit of a, uh, a stasis uh, mm -hmm. on, on uh, the people movement around the world. Mm -hmm. Man, we ought to be getting some, ooh, we're a couple of months away now from two, two, two to three months away from them doing their charity event that we talked about at the beginning of the show today. Yeah. And they mm -hmm. have... We've gotten, we usually get a pretty good chunk of lore during those. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's always a party for me. Like I oh, put on their stream on my, on my monitor right there and I work there and I just like, just bathe in the lore. Right. And, and um, also, yes, it gives us a beautiful world to fall through. So that was totally a reference to <clears throat> alpha one testing. Cause we, some of us early on specifically fell through the world a good bit. But part of the deal, my friends, we are going to be catching up next week. Pasha, it's been really great to have you back on, man. Look forward to having you again here in the near future, I'm sure. Gentlemen, we've got plenty of time 
hopefully not too long, but we want the game to rock. We want it to launch well, right? We've got plenty of things to keep ourselves busy, friends. We gather around every week. We stay the course. We talk about what's going on in the game. We share our thoughts, our feedback. And that's what I encourage everybody to do in general anyway, because the development team values it. They encourage it, not only here on the show, but on their forums, you know, on their Twitter, social media, where they're highly engaging with the community. So definitely share your thoughts. Speaking of sharing your thoughts, we'd love for people to go over to iTunes, give us a review, leave a comment, or call in and just like, you know, share your thoughts about the show, where the game's been going, how we've been doing here. You know, what do you, what makes you really excited about Ashes? Do you feel like the show helps you get through and stay the course too? Would love to know, um, you know, just sharing your journey over the course of time with us and uh, to do that whatever way you can. I'd like to share some of those feedback, um, both, you know, in comments or call-ins or whatever, wherever you leave it, share, share, share. Want to really kind of showcase some of that here in our next uh, uh, next podcast episode live stream coming up next week. Gentlemen, in the meantime, why don't you share with the Ashes fam where they can find you, what your domains are, and where you reign when you're not on this show right here, Daedalus. You can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash The Ashen Herald. And half tilt. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at half underscore tilt or over on Discord, uh, half tilt gamer. And Pasha. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Pasha TV or on Twitter at TV at Pasha TV. I'm so happy to be back. I can't wait to see you guys again. Absolutely. It's not my last time here. No. I promise. Absolutely not. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Yeah, good to have you back. Absolutely, Thank dude. You. I share that sentiment wholeheartedly, my man. And this might be the end of our show today, my friends. But in closing, I want to remind all of you, whether you listen to the podcast, watch it live on YouTube, or catch it here live on Twitch, 5 p.m. CDT every Sunday. Remember, you too are an Ashes Pathfinder. Much love, friends. Much love to Intrepid Studios and all of you. Until next time, you live your best lives. Walk in the light and have a great night, my friends. We'll see you again next time. Take care, everyone. Take care, folks. Bye.